The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Welcome to the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, where we explore nighttime dreams, daytime desires, and the best ways to transform the tragic into magic. Because let's face it, we all dream, we all have our blessings, and we all have our challenges, myself included. And I don't want any of us to take any of those things lying down, if you know what I mean. I just wrote a book entitled, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste. It comes out spring of 2023. And in the meantime, I'm excited to explore the topic with you, whether it relates to your waking or sleeping dreams, because we're dreaming all the time, people. So let's make it the best dream possible. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. Welcome to the show today. I am so excited to talk to some incredible global movers and shakers. We're going to be talking about a, 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 a show, a musical called Yoga Non Dance. So it's like Yogananda and dance, Yoga Non Dance, ooh, 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 a spiritual musical. So I am talking with Michelle Pascal and Reverend Dr. Temple Hayes, and these are the the co-creators of of this movement. No pun intended. Maybe it'll actually become <laughs> that. But you both, let me just tell people a little bit about the two of you because you're both incredible in your own right, and then you've come together to create something exponentially wonderful. Wonderful. So Reverend Dr. Temple Hayes grew up in Southern California, like me, and spent the earlier part of her career as a business owner, having served three years of military service in the U.S. Army Reserves. Temple became a Science of Mind minister in 1991 and an ordained Unity minister in 20, 2007. Described as a prophet and mystic for our time and the new spiritual leader the world needs today, Temple Hayes is a difference maker, spiritual leader, author, international, motivational speaker, humanitarian, life rights advocate, shamanic practitioner, and president and founder of Life Rights and Global Peace Workers. She served many years globally as a spiritual leader of new thought communities that transcends religious denominations, embraces all ethnicity, and reaches beyond national borders, as well as on the leadership team of the Association of Global New Thought. Wow, I'm so honored to have you here with us, Temple. And we've got Michelle Pascal, 
And he is a French meditation teacher, author, film director, and singer. And I think we're going to get to hear a little singing from him. Born in Paris, living in LA. As a singer, he's performed at Carnegie Hall close to every year since 2016. And also with Myron McKinley, the musical director of the legendary band Earth, Wind and Fire. He started to sing on stage at the age of nine in churches and in cathedrals. And at 16, he became a professional singer in France. He loves hip hop and is a modern, I, because it's a modern shamanic way to celebrate the elements. And so he integrates hip hop as a primary influence in yoga non dance and i'm so excited to hear more about this but first because it's so exciting i think we need to get centered and i've invited reverend dr temple hayes to kind of lead us in a centering prayer if you'd be so kind yes thank you so much kelly and thank you for having us and um, let us just come together, closing our outer eyes, knowing our inner sanctuary accentuates in this process. And here we are in this sacred space, present online or at another time. For in the shamanic world, there is not a past time, not a future time, simply now time. So wherever you are hearing this message of yoga non-dance, May it touch and perhaps at a deeper level awaken your soul. For we are now in the presence of pure being and we are immersed in an energy of life. We are here for we believe in a daily resurrection of our faculties, of our possibilities, of our gifts, of our knowing. The deeper core of us is knowing all is well while at the same time we are life advocates about what matters. We give thanks for the space that we are holding today. May the words be spoken that need to be said. May the mystery of God flow through us and what we don't know yet. How exciting as we allow this time to unfold in a place of trust, in a place of comfort, in a place of allowing. And so it is and so it shall be. Thank you, God. Thank you, life. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. That was glorious. Thank you. Okay. So expanding that prayer into how Yoganon dance came about. So um, who wants to start? I'm going to, I think I'm, I'm looking at, um, <laughs> looking at Michelle's small, both of you. Let's just, let's just hear the, he said, he said, she said version Michelle, of how this really. came together. Michelle, how did Yoganon dance come to be? more than ever we need to calm the mind because if we are stressed nothing is possible we cannot love we cannot be grateful nothing is possible and um, i realize that a musical a spiritual musical can help someone stress to calm the mind immediately with no effort, no breath exercise, nothing. Just you arrive in a show and you say, wow, it calmed my mind. And I rediscover the divine joy 
in my soul. I bloom my soul. I will say, I let my soul dance. And before the show of Yogananda, I create a play about Saint Therese of Lisieux. We have performed 1000 times the show around the world. And I saw how a play, a musical, can save the life of someone. So Yogananda, the pioneer of the spirituality in America, the famous Indian guru, was the perfect star, guru, to bring this message. And when I start to write the script, the musical, immediately temple came to me. Because when we create a musical, of course, we sing, we will talk about our swing and fire in a few minutes, we sing, we dance, but there is a narration. And narration means that we need an exceptional actress on stage. And I didn't want an actress who play um, like we can see many actors. I wanted something real, so authentic. And when I was written the script, Temple came to me at each line. And I say, oh my gosh, she will be so good to calm the mind, to joke, to laugh, to bring emotion and to be crazy and to dance. So naturally, the show of Yogananda is created for Temple. And when Temple came to me to rehearse a few weeks ago, suddenly I was crying. I said, no way, Temple. We see the show with you. And the character of Temple is very unique. She played the character of an homeless who live in downtown LA at the parking lot of Biltmore Hotel where Yogananda made the transition exactly at the place where we make the show, but this homeless never give up. And this homeless with the prior, the force of the faith, rebuilt her life. And she make a first job. So she celebrate her first night to don't be homeless during the show. This is the character, because for me, Temple is also the archetype. We can be homeless, we can be rejected, we can have a lot of uh, challenge in our life. And I love Temple for that. She is exactly the character. She is the example for each of one to never give up. It was the words of Yogananda, never give up. When life is difficult, pray, pray more and more, and God will reply to you. Oh. That is so beautiful. Thank you for thank you for all of that. Um, and I just think it's interesting that you both were a big part of the of the film. You're never alone. Am you I, know, am I saying Michelle created that? Michelle right, and then you were you were one of the featured featured luminaries in I, in the film. I and you just yeah, as actress in the film. Interesting. It was crazy, you know, at the moment I was filming Temple, one take, and I was crying. I said, Temple, you are amazing. I cannot say other words, but you are an amazing actress. 
because you mm. don't play. Mm. You are. And I was crying and I say, oh my gosh, this girl, she's an incredible spiritual actress. So I say, oh, one day I will do a big project with this girl. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's incredible. I just, I think it's interesting word play that you're, so Temple, you're going to be, you're, the the narrator actress and you start off or you are homeless in the in the show mm -hmm. and your name is temple it's kind of yeah. one who carries her temple with her wherever she that's right. that's oh, right. i'm covered in chills how at the yeah juxtaposition of that okay so temple what was your experience and how did what was it about this that called called to you well i um Years ago on Unity Online Radio, I, um, through a mutual friend, I interviewed Michelle. And I, um, <clears throat> like you, interview a lot of people. And some people, I literally like, I don't, I rise in love with them. Mm -hmm. and, mm. and I don't like to say fall in love. I, I like to rise in love. So I was able to rise in love with this man. And as life would have it in this incarnation, our souls wanting to come together. Then in 2018, um, a woman almost insisted that we have this man at our spiritual campus back in Florida. I do live in California now in Santa Barbara, but at the time I was um, there in Florida and she just would not let it quit, you know? And I love that when it feels something's pushing you sometimes. It's yeah. the very thing. And it was about Michelle coming. And when I met him physically and the first time in the lobby, we both wept. We both wept. It was instantaneous incarnation. Welcome back. So glad you're here. Oh, my gosh. And so anything and everything he does, because um, for me, we are full of God, not full of ourselves. And mm. I've, I've known a lot of people that are also quick to tell you, I'm just full of myself. <laughs> it's all about me. And I believe in esteem, yet I believe in that sacred humility. And, and in my life, I came to a place that I only want to be on a team with people that are full of spirit rather than themselves, because it, it's kind of likened to a team, you know, it's like, you can't just have one batter that wins the games. Every, all eight are equally as important. So I just made a mental note that anything he did, anything he asked me to do, I would say yes. Okay. <laughs> and so, and so be it. And so he's created a mind dive app that you can download on, on your phone. He has created the film, uh, Never Alone. He took an idea he had many years ago and created this Beautiful. huge thing. And so thus Yogananda and Yoganand dance. So I was born and raised in South Carolina. And so when I think of homeless, the way I am able to tap into that emotion is, yes, I'm a person of privilege, like most so many first world country people. Homeless to me is not understanding the depth of how God can work in your life. And so I felt homeless for many years in my life because I was gay. They didn't call it gay then. They called it being a homosexual. And so I felt homeless. 
I did not feel like I had a home because home is about feeling safe, feeling safe. And, and whatever that is, it can be a tent, it can be an inner, it can be a sanctuary. You can have a $12 million home on a mountain overlooking with fences and you can still be homeless, you understand? So it's been a blessing to me to feel this essence because I can really tap into all those years where I felt homeless because I wasn't coming over here in 1920 saying, hey, this is what God is in that way of difference and breaking all the barriers. But I did come forth as a be live out loud person that says, hey, God looks like this in this package. You know, so so that's the journey of, of that, you know, for me. And just to complete that thought, um, I didn't really want to be on the planet. And it was very, mm. it was a dichotomy, as you said, name temple, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't really want to be on the planet because uh, my family turned on me and I went from mm-hmm. seeing eyes of people that love me that I, um, I, they could, they could spit at me. They were so, you know, just like, uh, and, um, thank God for a man. I was delayed going to college. And I, I went to work with a French company. Now here's Michelle. Okay. French company and a man, a few weeks after I encountered him, walked in with books. His last name was bliss. You can't make this stuff up. I just talked to him (laughs) last week. We've been friends all these years. And I said, didn't you bring, you brought me the book illusions. You brought me the book called the way. You brought me uh, the book called As a Man Thinketh, mm. and you brought me autobiography of a yogi by Yogananda, didn't you? And he said, yes, I did. <sighs> it's an amazing love story that we are all going through, and um, it's tender, it's raw, and it's deep. <laughs> Michelle and I are Michelle and I are sobbing over here. What a beautiful story. Go ahead, Michelle. Oh, I am crying, Kelly, like you, because <laughs> when Temple talks, Temple is the archetype. She's a symbol, an example for each of us. Everyone, we can be rejected, abused, life is difficult. But we never give up. We never give up. It was the words of Yogananda. And really. I am not here in your talk show to promote our show. I am here to talk about God. Mm-hmm. I can say to you, Kelly, and to every person who are watching your show at this moment, that when they will come to see the show, they will cry. Mm. Because the authenticity of temple, how God is active through temple, just we are together online and we cry. Imagine on stage, live, in a person, when we feel. And for Temple, it's amazing to play Yogananda at the place where he made his transition, exactly at the place, at the hotel. Yogananda make his last speech at B2. And you know, for his last speech, he said to his assistant, it's a question of hours but I will make my transition today. It's a question of hours. 
So he arrives at Biltmore, exactly at the place where we made the show. And I can say, I am not new age. I come from a monastic life. We are not new age. But I can say to you, I felt Yogananda as chosen temple. To, it's not a, a conference about Yogananda. It's not a teaching. We are not qualified to give a teaching about Yogananda. But it is to feel through the story of a successful homeless to never give up, to keep hope, especially in our crazy world. So to, for me, to be facing temple, to sing with temple, it's amazing because the emotion of temple just, we can fly, we can sing. So I invite really, there is just a few tickets left for the show. I put the link of the show in your uh, agenda. Yes. So let's let's let people know all of the information, but I want to, um, before we go to a little break, coming out of the break, Michelle, are you willing to give us a little, sing a okay. little, a little yes. bit? That I would be- I can sing for you a, a piece of the last song at the end of the show. And I think if people do a search for yoga non-dance, so it's yeah. like yoga nanda with an N-C-E at the end. Yes. So it's like combining yoga and dance, but so it's Y-O-G-A-N-A-N-D-A nce and we're, we're going to have um reverend dr michael beckwith um there's going to be sujan data there's sujan, oh that he sujan is a grand nephew of yogananda oh my heavens and oh, you've got sister no. jenna who i know and love and probably and obviously temp, reverend dr temple hayes and so many others oh we've got Myron McKinley from Earth, Wind and Fire. The band and... is incredible. People will be crazy. The band is unique in America. This is a musician of Earth, Wind and Fire. This it's is Myron incredible. McKinley, Stacey yeah. Lamont-Sidner, the drummer of the Jackson 5, the Indian tabla master from New Delhi, Sri Emant at Kobe. I mean, really, is this musician? No way. It really oh, yeah. on stage. Crazy. This is the, we're all going to walk out like this. And I think, Kelly, the best way also for people to keep up with the movement of yoga non-dance, because it's just going to catch and go yes. in all these directions. And it's on Instagram. Mm. Either follow Michelle Pascal, M-I-C-H-E-L, ah. Michelle, not Michael, but Michelle Pascal. Or, and myself, Temple Hayes, because we're always posting new things that's going on on our Instagram account. There you go. That makes it easier and more we, consistent. <laughs> this is the launching. My Instagram is Michelle Meditates. Oh, excuse Michelle me. Meditates. That's right. Way to go, boss. Keep up with it. <laughs> that's great. Well, when we come back, we're going to hear a little, a little bit of the song that ends the show. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. 
ignite your radical imagination, and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Okay, welcome back. I am with Reverend Dr. Temple Hayes and Michelle Pascal. They have co-created an incredible musical called Yoga Non-Dance, Discover Your Divine Joy, Let Your Soul Bloom. It's a spiritual musical and it will be playing. It's a one-night show at the Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles. It's going to be 8 o'clock, and then beyond that, it'll, it'll be Carnegie, probably Broadway. But if you're in the Los Angeles area or you can get to the Los Angeles area November 17th, you're going to want to get it. There's only a few tickets available, and um, the best way to follow the show not just for this performance but the other ones to come is to go to the follow both of these wonderful luminaries on instagram michelle meditates that's m-i-c-h-e-l meditates and temple hayes you are what is your best instagram handle my socials are my name temple hayes h-a-y-e-s yes temple Hayes, H-A-Y-E-S. Okay, so before we went to our little break, I was saying that people would get a little sneak preview of some of what they might hear Mm -hmm. at the show itself. So Michelle, Pascal, I hand over the talking stick to you. It is uh, the end of the show. It's a song written on the words of Yogananda, everything can wait except or search for God. Everything can wait except or search for God. Everything can wait except or search for God. Everything can wait except or search For God, everything can wait, except our search for God. Everything can wait, except our search for God. Everything can wait, except our search for God. Everything can wait, except or search for God, everything can wait, except or search for Well, if that's not a mic drop moment, I don't know what is. (laughs) That is so profound. What a beautiful message to to end the show on. And I'm sure there is many other moments similar to that. What a voice you have. What a channel. What a vessel 
truly you it it just feels unencumbered straight from heaven straight through both of you temple when you pray and and when i saw you on the film never alone i mean there is just a purity of of the channel and i am going to have to throw these contact lenses away after this interview and that's okay i'll they're they're sacredly salted <laughs> i i was just sharing with a friend last night we were talking about about how this exact thing there can be how is it possible to live here and have there be any other priority above the search for god this the embodiment of god our spiritual practice it's just a recipe for for so much pain and suffering versus so much joy and love why 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 is this even a thing it, why can't this just be obvious <laughs> maybe this message will get out and it will start to hit that zeitgeist to to reply on the phone can wait to check the news every day can wait to be distracted million times per day can wait to love you can wait mm -hmm. but everything can wait except or search for God. Mm -hmm. These are the words of the song. Mm -hmm. And this song came in two seconds on my piano and I say, oh my gosh, Yogananda, your words, everything can wait except God. Yeah. No way. Oh. Oh. What a punchline. What a medicine words. Boom, Yogananda. <laughs> Boom in our heart. And I create a video clip of this song featuring uh, my brother Sujan Data, the grand nephew of Yogananda. So oh, yeah. Sujan comes specially from Toronto, where he lives uh, in Los Angeles, November 17. He is the blood of Yogananda. Mm -hmm. He is the oh. family lineage. He is the authority of Yogananda. So he will bless the audience. And at the end of the song, he will lead a long prayer on this song for his oh. great. How wonderful. And I'm wondering for, for those who don't know much about Yogananda or they're new to him. I know he's famous for his book, Autobiography of a Yogi. And that was a life changer for me. That was one of those big books that, that has become a cornerstone for me. But if you could, in a in a nutshell, what how would you describe who who was Yogananda? Maybe both of you take well, your own take. He, but uh, he he was born in this incarnation in 1893, knowing that he was a reincarnation of a guru, of a saint, of a an energy, and again knew he was full of spirit rather than himself. And one of the things that many of us now are in alignment with is see, we, we ought to have mystery schools that teach young people about life. And so he taught the precious Kriya Yoga and, and many other different layers of divine love that all is God and everything else is an illusion. But the deeper part of all of that is that he taught that we must have life lessons. We must teach children about grief. We must teach children about nature. We must teach children that all sentient beings are divine, created by the same creator that we share. And so he had this profound way of just cutting through. He didn't want it to be about 
any particular religion or any particular faith, but a, a practice, a daily practice of understanding. Whereas in our culture, we teach children to pass a test and right. get good grades, which that never, they hardly ever use any of that awareness in their lives um, in many cases. So yeah, he, he brought so much, but he shape-shifted. You know, he had thousands and thousands and thousands of people you know, wherever he went and then settled in Los Angeles at Mount Washington. Mm. There is a, a beautiful anecdote to reply to your question, Kelly, with Steve Jobs. A few minutes before to die, Steve Jobs asked to his assistant for his funeral to buy thousand, thousand books of Yogananda. That <gasps> everyone at the funeral will have the book of Yogananda. <sighs> his last words, the last words, to his assistant, he said, can you write my last words? Steve Jobs said, don't, as Yogananda said, don't educate your kids to be famous or to be rich. Educate your kids to be happy, mm -hmm. to be grateful, to be reconnected to God every day. And just after, Steve died. Ooh. I had no idea. I'd never heard that story. And coming from him, someone so successful in industry, for him to have that awareness. Yes. Wow. That's, that is profound. Well, I hope as a result of this, more people find out about who Yogananda was and they develop their own personal connection to him. What do, what do you two hope is the outcome of, of this show? What do you hope people will, will walk away with besides everything can wait except God? I would say when you come to see this show, first you calm your mind. You calm the mind. So you arrive, there is a big sound bass orchestra on stage and there is my brother, Venerable Lamatashi from Tibet. He will bless the audience. It's exceptional to have in LA a, a, a Tibetan master like Lamatashi. He is one of the painters of the Dalai Lama. So oh. he will bless the audience and Michael Beck will, will lead a meditation dedicated to Yogananda. So first, Oh, you say, oh my gosh, I can come with a lot of stress, problem, challenge. Ooh, this is so calming. And just after, boom, temple arrive on stage, start the show with a big emotion as we feel today in your show, Kelly. And I start to sing. We have the musician of Earth, Wind and Fire, and we will sing, we will pray, we will dance, we will be crazy. And all the last part of the show, it's an incredible jam with all the musicians and the Tibetan Lama and everyone on stage about wow. the song that I have composed for the show. And this song today, I have checked, we have 30,000 views uh, on YouTube. So this, Ooh. yes, yes, yes. What, and is it this song? Everything can wait. No, it's another song. Let me put in your chat. So Maybe. we come to the show to sing, to dance, and it's uh, it's amazing.
Baltimore on November seventeenth. I was already there with you all, and I made my way up to the stage to like rock out with you. I'm in the audience. I'll be... You oh. need to come. You need to come. Kelly. Are you kidding? Oh, nothing could stop me. Pity a fool that tries to stop me from being there. Oh, I will so be there. Oh, this is incredible. The vibe is so high. This is exactly what we need. We don't need to fight fire with fire. We just need to raise our vibration, meditate beyond that pursuit of God and let that be first. And then all other things can come after that. And we can have Mm -hmm. so much when we do that. And I think this is no matter what stage a person is at on their spiritual path, whether they're somebody who's been very devout for their whole life or whether they're just getting started, I think this will speak to them. This will touch their heart Mm -hmm. and soul. This will be, as my friend likes to say, my friend Aspen Mattis says, this will be matterful. And in fact, I kind of know you all kind of indirectly through Aspen. (laughs) She connected me with, with Gabriella, and anyway, there's such there's such interlinking here. I'm just the synchronicities are just flying off the charts. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that you two spent this time with me today. And I'm so grateful that you've both followed your path of finding your truth and that I'm sorry I'm sorry of that there's ever been any pain in your life, but my heavens, you haven't wasted it. You've allowed that pain to crack you open and and put you on the pursuit mm-hmm. of of finding your home where it really matters and then helping to make that home available for, for so many people. So there's more people finding, finding their way. I can't wait to see you all November 17th. So everyone make sure you check out um, on Instagram, Temple Hayes, T-E-M-P-L-E-H-A-Y-E-S. And then Michelle Medit Michelle Meditates. Yes. Mm-hmm. M-I-C-H-E-L meditates. And I'll see you at the Biltmore Hotel November 17th for Yoga Non Dance. So thank you so much. God bless you. you. What an awakened dream this has been. Blessings galore. Thank you so much. Sweet dreams. Thank you. Blessings. Thank you for listening to the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show. If you enjoyed this episode, take a moment to like, subscribe, comment, and share it with your friends. My show can be found on Apple iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to pre-order my new book, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste, Go to your favorite online or brick and mortar retailer, then practitioner training. So if that calls to you, go to kellysullivanwalden.com forward slash dreamwork. If you'd like to join me for the live recording of these shows, most Wednesdays at noon Pacific, you can find me on Facebook at Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams. If you have a question about your dreams or about how to transform your tragic into magic, email me at kelly at kellysullivanwalden.com. Until next time, remember, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. 
And as you awaken to the power of your dreams, you make the world a lighter, brighter, more beautiful place, one dream at a time. Sweet dreams. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 